Welcome to another episode of Chronic Risk, the voice of the NCRMA, which is the National Cannabis Risk Management Association. I'm your host, Rocco Petrilli. I'm chairman of the NCRMA, and I want to thank you all for joining us. Chronic Risk is a podcast that the NCRMA created that gives insights on risk in the cannabis industry from NCRMA's partners, members, and affiliates. Before we get to today's guest, I'd like to talk a little bit about the recent structural changes to the NCRMA. I think many of you are aware that the NCRMA has has taken its uh, uh, risk management platform that it it created in the interest of its members and uh, put that into the format of being offered by a separate business, which is called NCRPS or the National Cannabis Risk Prevention Services Company. You ask, why did we do that? Well, the real takeaway here is that in looking at what we had created, we continually feel that one of the biggest threats to the sustainability of the cannabis growth that we all enjoy reading about on a daily basis is the weak state of both risk management and insurance into the industry. And we felt that uh, it was important to take the risk management platform from a assessment, scoring, education, and consultation standpoint, and make that available to the entire industry and not just to the particular players who were going to take advantage of the separately based Tricom insurance platform. Now, many people have asked me, but why would you take something that was such a sustainable competitive advantage to the insurance product and offer it to the entire industry? And that's a very simple answer. Uh, We've been very consistent since day one to talk about our approach to cannabis as being characterized by the theory of abundance. And very effectively simply explained the theory of abundance states, when you're deciding how many pieces to split a pie into, the most important step is to determine how big that pie is before you start divvying it up. We think it's way too early for cannabis to be focused and worried about competition. Right now, anytime any of us steps into this industry and does something good for the betterment of the industry, that pie just gets bigger. And we're we're all about increasing the size of that pie. So we think it's important not only to help the the, uh, NCRMA-sponsored insurance offering, but other insurance offerings in in, uh, the United States, as well as all of the cannabis business owners and operators that need a fundamental baseline for risk management and how it affects the success of their business framework. And we're doing that. And we'll continue to do that and continue to work with the likes of our next guest in making sure that that message is is sent uh, both loudly, understandably, and profoundly to the cannabis industry. So on this episode, and, and I can't tell you how excited I am to have her here, We're going to talk with a genuine influencer influencer in the U.S. cannabis space. And that's Mrs. Stephanie Graziano, 
who's CEO of the Sensi Media Group. As Chief Executive Officer of the award-winning Denver-based publishing house, Stephanie's diverse background across the business landscape also brings a proven track record in community building, content development, licensing, merchandising, as well as a financial corporate stewardship and oversight. Sensei Media Group is an award-winning Colorado-based cannabis lifestyle print and digital publishing company. Sensei's flagship publication, which is Sensei Magazine, very well-known in the industry, is an industry leader and cultural curator rooted in cultivation, rooted in the cultivating community and elevating experience for all of its stakeholders. Sensi Magazine has been named three-time best publication in the industry by the Cannabis Business Awards, five-time Magazine Design Award winner at 2020's FMA Charlie Awards, featured on Forbes Magazine 2020 Best Startup Employers in America list, and included alongside the iconic Fortune 100 companies in the Institute for Real Growth 2021 IRG 100. This was a first for the cannabis industry. It's also worthy of mention that Stephanie oversees a very capable team. In fact, their editor-in-chief co-founder was named as a folio top women in media honoree. Stephanie, thanks so much for joining us. Rocco, I am so thrilled to be here with you today. Thank you. Well, we're thrilled to have you as well. Uh, you know, we, we like to open things up a, a, little, uh, a little lightly and uh, because we're going to spend a lot of time talking about cannabis and Sensi's role in risk management. But one of the first questions that I think our audience would be interested in is, is why, don't, why don't you explain at least your take on your and my or our general shared love for Italians and their cuisine? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Always happy to talk about Italians and Italian food for sure. Um, well, I married an Italian uh, well over 30 years ago and was uh, welcomed into this giant, very boisterous family. And uh, it, was, it was not only exciting to be part of such a, a large group of of happy people, but the food that always um, was displayed on the tables and the cooking process and, you know, the, the whole days together shopping, you know, that's just a culture that I immediately fell in love with. And, and when we connected um, and found that we had that same love of culture and food, it was just really exciting. I'm, I'm so happy about the introductions you've made to, you know, for me to restaurants and, and food in that area. And um, I hope that we have many, many more meals together just like that. And, and I'm sure we will. Uh, we, we had the, we had the uh, opportunity to host uh, a number of our risk management service partners at a dinner in Las Vegas last year, coinciding with uh, MJ BizCon week. Uh, it was held at uh, a, a restaurant owned by a very good friend of mine, Gino Ferraro. It, it's called Ferraro's. And uh, I think 37 people walked out of there that night saying, this has to be the best Italian food in Las Vegas. 
Yeah, can't wait to get back there. We'll, we'll be back there soon. We'll be back there again this year. So, so Stephanie, uh, you know, you're you're uh, you're a mover and shaker, uh, very highly regarded in, in the cannabis uh, industry as an influencer, and uh, you know, very uh, hold, hold a position of very high esteem with uh, NCRMA and NCRPS as as one of our one of our truly valued service partners. You made a transition from Greenflower to Sensi. Uh, what, what have been your biggest challenges in that transition? Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I spent uh, almost six years developing and producing content uh, around education for consumers and industry, uh, video-based with experts from around the world uh, while at Greenflower. And it, it was right in my wheelhouse around video production and content creation. And so uh, it came very easily to me. In the transition in moving into, uh, into Sensi and the world of magazines, I, I entered into um, a process that I was completely unfamiliar with, you know, print magazines. And, and there really is a, a, a formula, a format. There are processes involved. It took a lot of study in the beginning. And I'd say it's, you know, I consider myself a fast learner and uh, very curious, but it honestly, it, it took me a good 90 days to feel like I had a handle on how to move this company and its products forward. And um, I'm really grateful to the team here at Sensi for you know, assisting me with that, constantly being available. And, you know, my goal is always to just serve our audiences at the highest level and, you know, learning what a print audience looks like and what they, how they want their content delivered uh, versus what I was creating uh, there at Greenflower um, was a learning curve. I'd say that was, that was one of my biggest challenges. Well, certainly, Stephanie, you've done a great job with that. Uh, you know, a big part of uh, we at the NCRMA, we talk about an expanded or a disruptively innovative risk management platform. And, and I like to say that typically banks and insurance companies give you a risk management platform that works in their best interest. But we give you a risk management platform that, that works in you or the company's best interest. And, and so what that involves is taking risk management to, to a greater length than typically people do. And one of the areas we focus on is talent optimization, because there's no greater risk right now, not only in cannabis, but in any other markets on putting the right people in the right places and then uh, managing them properly and retaining them. You've done a great job with your team. So maybe we'll invite you to be a guest lecturer at, at one of our talent optimization seminars. So Stephanie, through your partnership with uh, NCRPA, NCRMA and NCRPS and a uh, recent uh, first of three-part series article that you did on our work, it's obvious that you've developed an active interest in risk management in the cannabis industry. Can you tell us what catalyzed that interest? Sure. I, you know, <clears throat> been, you know, 
know, I say in, but associated with the industry for quite a few years now and had the opportunity to be introduced to dozens, if not hundreds of businesses and um, individuals in the industry. You know, we've really, I've been able to experience many sides of what it takes to be in this industry and stay in this industry. And I think, you know, the risk that people take in moving from what is, you know, what has been black and then gray and then legal, there are so many hurdles. There are so many restrictions. There are so many laws. There's so many things to be aware of. How does one actually gather all that information retain the information, stay up to date. I just think that organizations like yours are, are so important to the success of businesses and the longevity of this industry because navigating everything that they have to be aware of is, I think, is just a, an enormous challenge. So, you know, in discovering you, all that the, the work that you guys are doing on behalf of the industry and the business owners, I just felt like this is something that everybody needs to know about. You know, this is uh, something that can take down your business overnight if you don't pay attention to. And having a partnership with an organization like yours is just, I, I think, is, is a no-brainer. Well, Stephanie, we, we obviously appreciate that sanction and uh, appreciate what you do for us in not just getting our message out, but getting our message out at a high level of credibility, which is what, you know, you and your organization and your magazine represent. You know, we talk a lot about best practice. Uh, many, many of the things that we do from a educational standpoint, which obviously is one of the biggest needs that remain in cannabis is proper knowledge, proper education finding out where your problems are and fixing them, right? That's, that's typical business 101. Uh, we talk a lot about best practice and, and setting the bar at world-class in, in setting up practices for companies that, now these aren't necessarily always cannabis practices, right? These are business practices that, that help you optimize the, the rate and quality of, of a particular product that you can produce or sell. Uh, what does a company like Sensi? Uh, how, how do you how do you best influence best practice in cannabis with with the products that you produce? Well, I think the the obvious answer is that we've created a platform for connecting businesses in the industry with consumers and with each other. You know we. We really have a vision of creating community. Um, and we realize that we, through our magazine um, and through our events and specifically through the content articles that we can provide, um, we're able to give you an additional space to share your knowledge and benefits uh, that you have to offer to to the industry, I think even on some level to consumers so that, that they're aware of the risks that businesses have to 
take in order to stay in business so that they can understand why regulations are the way that they are, what types of things businesses have to um, uphold in order to legally provide products to consumers. I think there's so much information that needs to get out and, and you have so much to share. Our platform of the magazine and then online articles is, is another way to reach all of those people. You know, I would say probably 60% of the readers of our magazine are probably in or associated with the industry. So what better way to connect with them than by sharing articles in a casual lifestyle situation um, for them. So I'm happy that we have uh, the ability to, to extend your voice and, and expertise uh, to the industry and to consumers. Stephanie, I'm so happy that you brought the consumers into this because uh, uh, almost unbelievably, but also understandably, the consumers of this product are often overlooked. And, you know, it's uh, th this should be looked at by the consumer of, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're purchasing something that in some way, shape or form you're ingesting into your body. You know, whether that be through a vape, or as a food or product additive, or even as, as a topical agent. But, but what the consumer needs to be most, uh, most concerned about is, is the quality of that product. And not all the quality in this industry is the same. And you know, even, a, even a step away from the gray market to legal, I mean, we're all aware that there's still you know, uh, a lot of cannabis available on the gray market. But you know what what legal business brings to it is is a standardization that makes sure that the quality is maintained at a high level and that there's not uh, detrimental damage done to somebody who ingested and uh, certainly risk management i mean we 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 cross over to that very frequently i mean we we do a lot of work in our risk management assessments and education through our academy in, in talking about product uh, liability, product contamination, uh, what, you know, certain best practices from a dispensary standpoint. I mean, th these are all important to the consumers. So the consumer should be very aware of uh, who, these, who these best practicing companies are and, and learn how to evaluate them through sources like your magazine and uh, make sure that they're buying the best product that they can. Yeah, I see a lot of similarity in terms of our, our missions and areas of responsibility in terms of reaching people. Uh, you know, I, both your organization and our magazine seek to educate and um, keep healthy our consumer audience, our consumer consumers who are um, purchasing those products, as well as uh, the businesses in the industry. You know, we, we offer uh, services for the industry that take them in both directions. And, you know, one of the things that's so important to us, besides just being able to reach the consumers with their, their brand and, and their product information, is also being able to 
keep connections within the industry that help the industry thrive. And I know, you know, everywhere we've been able to introduce um, your organizations to our constituents of business owners, um, you know, there's been gratitude around that. As, as a business owner, there are, you said it, you know, responsibilities to provide safe products, um, safe delivery, um, but there's also a commitment to creating a good business, good business practices, good business foundations, good, you know, risk management and safety. And, you know, the more resources that we can all gather and, and pool together and introduce to each other, the more opportunity we have, I think, for longevity and and sustainability for this as an industry without um, the support of organizations like yours, um, businesses are overwhelmed trying to find all that information out and educate themselves from, from all of the individual standpoints that you cover and, and bring to them. And so I really appreciate that there are resources like yours out there for business owners. And I'm, um, I'm proud to be able to bring that information to the community of of both business owners and consumers. Make the pie bigger, right? And stronger. And stronger, right. Better. We'll go yeah. with the Sicilian cut. Instead of the new. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, Stephanie, real quick, not, not to give you an unfair question, but just a quick uh, first reaction question and answer. Uh, what's the biggest challenge in cannabis? That is, that's a big question. Um, you know, I really, I'm going to just go with your, with your reference. This is, it's like a pizza, right? Yeah. Every single slice on that pizza has, has a challenge associated with it. And, you know, I think that there are um, so, so many, I mean, we know this, so many um, legal challenges that businesses have. And, and we're navigating those as the business and the industry are maturing. Um, you know, every state is, is constantly pivoting their regulations. Federal is keeping an eye on it. Business owners are struggling under the weight of managing all of those things. And at the end of the day, they also need good general business practices. I think the you know, if I, if I were to just really call it down to a couple of things, I'd say it's both the balance of understanding everything you need to know to stay in business from a cannabis perspective, and then understanding and for bringing in experienced people to build and manage and maintain your business. So, you know, if, if it were just those two sides, each of those two sides could be broken down into hundreds of hundreds of small parts. Yeah, right. Um, and so uh, it's, it's uh, so many people in this industry come in because they're passionate about what this plant can do to affect the lives of, of people um, to help them. And, and that being, you know, a, a sort of heart centered lead um, makes it uh, adds the the add in there the stress of all of the the other things that they need to know around building and owning a business and then the the cannabis restrictions and regulations. Um, I'd say that's the biggest challenge in my mind. And and you know, again, you, you said it so perfectly. The 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 uh, first thing that 
the, the, the industry operators and consumers need to understand, for example, about risk management is its definition. And, you know, risk management is not something that you do to keep your insurance carrier happy. Risk management is something that you do when it's, when it's offered across a platform that covers the full business framework. Risk management is something that you do to make your business better. And, uh, you know, we're committed in, in partnerships with companies like yours and people like you to continue to, to provide that definition as well as the education and consultation to turn people into best practice. And best practice does survive in emerging markets. You know, this is a big emerging market, but it's not our first. And, uh, you know, I've been through a couple of them and, uh, you know, the people that come out on top are the ones that can talk synonymously about best practice and, 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 their, and their business practice. Yeah, and I, um, I appreciate that, you know, you guys have an education platform uh, as a part of the services that you offer businesses, because I think, you know, education is, is so key um, in these early stages of this industry, and not just for business owners, but for managers and employees as well. So, uh, you know, the more they take advantage of, of services that, you know, like what you guys offer, um, and the depth of them, and um, I, I think that that we'll all end up, you know, having an easier time of it. Yeah, very well said. Uh, so we've talked a lot about Sensi Magazine. Uh, where might our listeners find a copy of Sensi? Well, Sensi today has a what we call a direct-to-consumer distribution model. We're distributed through dispensaries, um, industry events our business partners. Um, so I'd say anywhere in your community that, um, that you suspect is, is one of those uh, um, opportunities, that's where you'll find us. You can also look us up online at sensimag.com and all of our issues are up there as well. You can um, see all of our advertisers' articles and of course, information on, on uh, NCRMA. Wonderful. Stephanie Graziano, thanks again for what you've shared with us here today. This uh, obviously will be a very enlightening conversation for our loyal podcast listeners and maybe Frank bring a few more to the fray. You know, one thing that the NCRMA knows for sure is that unique businesses require unique solutions and there's no business more unique than cannabis and it's our, it's, it continues to be our mission to offer the education, support, and expertise to make our members successful. And with uh, experts like you, we're sure to uh, offer them a roadmap to sustainable success. So thank you again. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you guys are doing. Thank you again for tuning into this episode of Chronic Risk. We hope you'll join us in the future as we continue to educate the listeners on the importance of risk management and with the purpose of making our members better through education, support, and expertise. To learn more about the NCRMA, the NCRPS, join our network or sign up for our monthly newsletter by visiting www.ncma.net. Until next time, Rocco Petrilli, Chairman, NCRMA. Be good and be safe.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.